0: Trying to be getting
1: spotted.
0: Gunshots pop, 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 pop. Oh, can you hear that? Yeah. I mean, I work here too. I can't hear that. <laughs> you must not have a push on hand. That's why you couldn't hear all that noise. Because apparently, I'm the only one on payroll right now for the podcast. Is or will it break?
2: Pretty much, huh? I, I or said, what well, kind well, of move? Like
0: up, like to bend
2: it?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you were not right there, it wouldn't be a problem.
2: She was like, "Yo, why you hit me?"
0: <laughs> my phone fell.
2: I'm busy, you know, yeah. sleeping good.
0: Tail off my phone.
2: Feeling good on the yeah. She sleeps
0: all it. day.
2: Well, that's what she do. You know, hey, Just you playing with me? All right, I'm asleep. I just don't understand. You you taking me out for a walk? Okay. Well, if not, I'm going to sleep. Nope. Nope. Well, anyway. Um, You ready to start this podcast?
0: Of course.
2: All right. Let's start the podcast. What's up, people? Hey. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? You know, black people got to repeat stuff. Yeah. Two and three times. Yeah. Well, anyway.
0: I make sure y'all know.
2: <laughs> no, we back in this thing, man. You know, for another episode, if you don't know, I'm Trey. And I'm Q. And this is How Do You Love Me? A podcast by a uh, married couple. Young so,
0: black married couple.
2: Yeah, that's important. Capital B, I guess. <laughs> right? <laughs>
0: yeah, we're just some black family.
2: That's really what we are. That's how you stay humble, people. Mm -hmm. It's just some black family. Some black family. No name.
0: Yeah. Doesn't even matter. Mm -mm. Just know we are. Yes. All right.
2: Let's get this thing jumping.
0: Yeah. So a couple weeks ago, one of my family members passed away. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm always weird with death. I don't know if I've told you all this before, maybe if we've talked about this on the podcast, but I am very weird with death. Most people get really sad. And I mean, there's all kind of feelings. I don't know what everybody else do. I just know I feel very different when it's my turn. Okay, I don't know how to feel. I have to look around and see what everybody else is doing to figure out if this is a crying moment or are we happy because she's not. Suffering anymore. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So I just don't know how to react when people die because I did not have a lot of people die when I was growing up, or maybe I did, but they weren't close to me. And Mm -hmm. so I just never had to experience something like that. So, anyways, my great grandmother passed away a few weeks ago, and I was like, okay. And I've done this before. I've had other people pass when I'm like, okay, thanks for letting me. Know. It was kind of like, it's kind of like I end up experiencing it. Ex, I experienced the situation from a family friend perspective. Like I'm hearing support, you know, yeah. that, that's how I always feel whenever I'm on my way to a funeral or I, I am a part of the family that is mourning someone. I always feel like a family friend of the family or whatever yeah. You know what I mean So anyway My mom texts me And told me Now this is her mother Her grandmother And so she texts me And my brother And let us know When the services Were gonna be And I was like Okay cool It was on a Monday But that Monday Happened to be A really big event At my job And so I was like Mm, What time is it You know I'm gonna see if I'm gonna make it And she was like It's like 11 o'clock And I'm like I ain't gonna be able To make it Right. So I was telling my coworker, I was like, Yeah, you know, my great grandmother's funeral is on Monday, but we have this thing happening that day and I just don't don't really feel like, you know, I should go. Plus, I really didn't know her. I mean, I knew her, but not like that. And so she was like, Girl, if you don't go to that funeral, I'm gonna kick you. I was like, But we got that kind of relationship. Yeah. (laughs) It wasn't like a serious kick. It was more like you need to go to that funeral. Yeah. Number one, because work has been super stressful. And she she just basically told me, like, sometimes it's a good to just be around family. Even though it's not, like, a good occasion, you know, to be missing someone and having to look at pictures and see everybody crying and stuff. Sometimes it's just good to be with family. And I was like, okay, I'll think about it. But I thought about it for about 30 minutes. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to let my supervisors know. And then I'll just be off Monday. And so then I went to the funeral.
1: Yeah.
0: And again, I felt like a family friend. I looked around to see, like, how's everybody doing? You know, everybody. And I, I normally do pretty good at funerals, uh, except for, like, if they sing this one particular song. And they did. But, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I was really happy that I went because after the funeral, they had the repast at one of my great uncle's house. And it was really good to see some family members that I haven't seen in a long time, but it just reminded me that I don't know my family as well as I should. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I've known that, but I think in times where we all have to get together for a situation like that, I'm really reminded of it because like, First of all, I haven't seen a lot of these people in so long. I can't remember their names.
2: That's a big. They one. don't
0: know who I am. The whole time I was there at the funeral, everybody thought I was another family member.
2: That's facts. <laughs> they I'm, I'm really witness.
0: It, yeah. it was crazy. They were like, "Is that?" And I'm like, "No, I'm so and so's daughter or granddaughter." <laughs> they're like, "Oh," but everybody recognized my brother. I guess he has like a distinct look. But yeah, I, I said I brought all that up to say like. I guess, like, because back in the day when I was a kid, I used to really kind of, I guess, question my mom's, like, not intentions, but I guess I would kind of question why she stayed away. But, like, I guess I would kind of look at her a little sideways. Not that I ever say anything to her, like, dang, mama, we don't never get to see them. Mm -hmm. But in the back of my mind, I was like, these people are kind of cool. And, you know, I wish we could see them more often. And there were times in our lives when my brother and I and my mom would get to see them. But it just it just let me know, like, you know, it's kind of like a reality check. Like, hey, you are officially an adult, have been an adult for at least
2: sp- ten.
0: 10 years. <laughs> I'm sorry, I cannot do that math. <laughs> <laughs> I've been an adult for at least 10 years. And the last time I saw most of these people was probably 10 plus years ago. Oh wow. And so I cannot blame my mother for this. Like, this it's all true. on me, you know? Yeah. Like, some of these people have never met my husband. They're like, oh, who is this?
2: Just some black guy. Oh, here.
0: yeah, some black guy standing behind me. Probably my baby daddy is something, you know. You know that wow. we do.
2: Wow. Just my pick of the week. Who is we?
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it just had me thinking, like, I really got to do a better job. And I think I wasn't the only one because there were some other family members who were we're basically saying the same thing. Like, Hey y'all, we need to get together more often. Cause apparently they had gotten together a couple years, maybe like five years ago, but I wasn't there because I was working and going to school for another funeral. So I hadn't missed out on that
1: one. Yeah.
0: You know? And I guess because like I pick and choose whenever I want to show up. Cause I feel like, uh, you know, I know who they are, but like not really required to be there. And so like, I just kind of pick and choose whose funerals I go to. That's true. Or, you know, where I show up to because I just don't. You know, after so long, it's, I just hate having that awkward conversation. Like, well, where have you been?
2: Hey, man, I was getting my life together, you know.
0: I know, but now that it's together. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah, yeah, it's been together. Like, that's it's definite, been together. definitely not. It's not like right I'm
0: right over there. here trying to pick up the pieces. Nah. My life, well, I ain't going to say. It's been good this whole time. But my schedule has just finally gotten together within the last year. And so I have no excuse, but I've been using COVID as an excuse. So, you know, at this point, now that we've seen each other and we've established that some of us live close by, we don't live as far as I thought. Yeah, that's crazy. It's kind of like, you know.
2: There is no excuse. You want to
0: do this thing or? Yeah. Yeah. You want to start an alliance?
2: <laughs> 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 no, but it, I mean, it's like that. I, I mean, I to be honest, the same feelings that you had, I can honestly say I felt that before. Yeah. And I've done that. I'm pretty sure you know that. Like,
0: uh, Yeah. Well, you don't even know. Well, I can't say anything because apparently I didn't know everybody's name at the funeral
1: either.
2: Well, yeah, that's, I mean, and normally it's not like, that wasn't why. I just, you know, I didn't really know if like, ah. Like, I didn't know I'm like that. Yeah. You know, and it happens a lot more frequently in my family, obviously. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. Because you have su- a really
0: big family. Yeah,
2: so my family is huge. So obviously those numbers, you know, death comes more frequently. Right. So, you know, there have been some that I've, whether it was, you know, because I didn't, you know, I had to work and didn't get off or I just didn't know. You know, when you have a lot of family members, sometimes stuff gets lost in translation right and plenty of times where my mom was like oh you didn't you didn't know that was that day you didn't know they died i'm like who am i here for i know and that's (laughs) the
0: thing like we don't have a lot of like our roots are like real small like we have maybe like three roots where it's, you know because like we only get information from a select few people because we're not around everybody but if we were like immersed into like the family it would come from all sides and we have lots of roots in the ground from the tree that's giving information but i think we just kind of pick and choose what we do and that brought me to this analogy that i had heard of i was watching a teacher influencer and she was talking about like balancing your time as an educator because this job is very demanding i'll say like. We don't get paid for overtime, but there's still work to be done. Mm-hmm. And so, anyway, she was just talking about how there is this, there was this saying or this quote that came from Nora Roberts, and it was talking about glass balls and plastic balls. And basically, I'm going to share what I saw or what I heard, and then we'll talk about it. So it yeah. says, one time I was at a QA and a with Nora Roberts, and someone asked her how to balance writing and kids, and she said that the key to juggling is to know that some of the balls you have in the air are made of plastic and some are made of glass. Mm. And if you drop a plastic ball, it bounces. So that means there's no harm done. If you drop a glass ball, it shatters. So you have to know which balls are glass and which are plastic and pr- prioritize catching the glass ones. And I've been thinking about that ever since I heard that. I thought it was so powerful. I even let Trey listen to it because I was like, wow. I mean, I know that there is no one size fit all to living like a very balanced life, you know. But, you know, I I guess I kind of assume there is. I was like, you know, if you take step A, then do B, and then you'll make it to C once you get to C. Things all fall in place. Yeah. But there is no one size fits all. And every situation is different. And the way that this influencer explained it, she let us know like there is no set category for things. Like your whole life has just glass balls and plastic balls. And so a glass ball for me would be going to church or having a relationship with God. That's a glass ball. If I drop that, I'm going to shatter. Yeah. Okay. Something's going to start falling apart. A plastic ball for me is eating healthy. And I'm working on that because if I don't eat healthy, I can still maintain this life. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. But it is very important.
2: Yeah, for sure.
0: It's very important. Another glass ball would be my relationship with Trey. Got to make sure that I'm communicating and doing all the things I'm supposed to do with Trey. If I drop that, Trey might leave. No.
2: I mean, <laughs> she's just, she's making an analogy, I know I am. So and I, then
0: I, another plastic ball would be like, maybe I don't grade my papers tonight.
2: Yeah, for and sure.
0: Another glass ball could be making sure that I get eight hours of sleep every night. And a glass ball could be making sure that I have, I mean, a plastic ball could be getting some new clothes. Because mm. right now that's really uh, cool to me. You know, get some new clothes. I'm Oh, this fits real nice. But if I drop that, I still got clothes. For sure. And so, like, there's different, even though there's different categories in your life, like your social life, your work life, your uh spiritual life, they're all considered in the same category, life. But you just have to put them into glass priorities, and they'll change. Maybe at some point, like if there was one point where my glass ball was actually school
1: Mm -mm. where
0: when I was going to college. So sometimes Trey was a plastic ball because I had a deadline at school that I needed to meet and I needed to make sure like I can't drop this ball because if I drop this ball, it's going to unravel a lot of things, but I can drop the plastic ball, which is Trey right now and get this done and pick him up and prioritize him as a glass ball in the future.
2: And that's, to be honest, that was the, like the best part of it to me as it could be a moment where, Hey, this is a glass ball, but you know, at some other point in time, that's now a plastic ball. Right. And that's, and I think that's one thing that people don't realize is like, yo, yes, you should prioritize kids, but there's a point where like right now like you're good you're you know yeah. you're in your room you're watching TV i need to go do you know whatever else it is that is a g- actual glass ball right and the problem is i think some people get stuck where they think like okay this this and this is a glass ball and it's always a glass ball yeah. i don't care what else happens even though it's going to mess something up if i allow it, you know if i let that drop that's going to mess up a whole lot of stuff right but because you know this is my kid and they in jail, I got to, you know. Yeah, I got
0: to pick it up Yeah, fix
2: it. I got to fix this because that's always a glass ball Yeah, when that might not be the case. And now, you know, yeah, now you paid to help them get out or you put your house up to help them get out of the jail. But now, you know, a whole bunch of other stuff just became glass because you um, blew your money when you didn't necessarily have to because they had to learn something from Being in that situation, but really, that like that was the biggest thing for me. Is you know when she when Q showed me that, I was like, "Yo, that's that's hard right there." Right, that's fire because I haven't had I haven't heard it put like that. I was like, "Yeah, I gotta steal that one." Yeah, you know, sounds good. Yeah,
0: because a couple years ago, before I decided to go back to school, glass ball for me at the time was working out. Like I would work my night shift, and when I got off in the morning, I would go straight to the gym. I had a set routine, and I was losing weight the right way, and it was all amazing. Mm-hmm. That was a glass ball for me. I had told myself every time I work a shift, when I get off, I'm going straight to the gym because not only did it make me feel better like physically, I also slept better, which is a part of me feeling better physically, mm-hmm. but it, it was just something that made me happy at the time, but then I, after a while, I decided, well, hey, I'm going to go to school, so Working out is going to be a plastic ball. So I'm going to drop this and pick something else up. You know what I mean? So things definitely change. But I think eventually, because I have put, I've made family a plastic ball for so long, eventually I'm going to have to make it a glass ball mm-hmm. because I don't want to be one of those people that they're like, well, she never comes around. That's true. And I don't want anybody to assume or make the wrong assumption as to why I don't come around. That's big fact. Yeah. Because the reason why I don't come and I had this conversation with my, after my great grandmother passed and I was telling him, I don't know why I was telling him this probably just to just be talking. I was just getting this (laughs) off my chest. (laughs) I, and I'm sure I told this to Trey, I have really high expectations for people. And I mean that in like the way that like, not like in the clothes that you wear and the things that you have, I have a high expectations in like your morals and things and so if I start seeing enough things that you're doing that I don't agree with, I'm backing up. I'm not going to judge you for it, but I don't want to be a part of it. I have been that way for a long time. I don't want to get caught up in your drama. Don't want to get up, get caught up in your mess. And I've just decided to back up. That's just the way I've decided to live my life. And I know a lot of people don't agree. And maybe they feel like I can't be alike that way. But I just know who I am. I'm a sponge. And whoever is around me, I soak up that mentality, those actions, those words. I soak them up. And I've just decided that I don't want to soak up the wrong things. And so if I see you doing too many things in a way that I don't agree with, then I'm going to back away. I'm out.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, like, and I
0: know like, Trey normally be telling me, like, you don't need to do that. Like, well, don't cut them all the way off. I'm like...
2: Yeah. I mean, listen, and it it goes even, it, it goes back to, I mean, maybe that's possibly a plastic and glass ball. Hey, being around people versus, you know, building myself or staying away. Maybe that's a glass and plastic ball. So do I need to be around people all day, every day, and they're not going the same direction as me? Probably not. Like, I mean, if you, you know, I'm not an expert in the Bible, but if you, if you read it, it, I mean, it it tells you like you're the light, but if you stay around darkness long enough, it will draw you to darkness, Mm -hmm. not the other way around. So you can't just totally, you know, cut people off because who else is gonna, I mean, not saying that you're the only person, but what if you are the only person who can bring them to, you know, Christ or whatever, Uh, they can see you from afar, but. Yeah, I I just think, I think you have to pick and choose your times. Like, do you have to all the way cut people off, like that you've known for a long time and all this stuff? No, but at the same time, I don't think you should be in their face all day long as well.
0: Here's, I I definitely understand what you're saying, and we've had this conversation behind the podcast. But my thing, my my thought on this always is, people don't like to see you change,
2: and so. I, like, I don't know. But. Like the thing is the the thing is you want you want it to be them. Like like at the end of the day, they will be the ones saying, you know what? I ain't fooling with them no more. They change, <laughs> they they acting like whatever it is they might be thinking in their head, you want that to be them thinking that, right? Not saying not you, not that it's coming out of your mouth or that you've made them feel like that. It's just hey, this is the life I'm living. This is how I'm living. I don't care how you live in yours. I do, but I don't.
0: Yeah, I do, but I don't.
2: But at the same time, I'm not going to compromise what I'm doing to make you feel good. Right. If what I'm doing makes you feel bad, maybe, you know, sit back and think on that. Why is why is the fact that he's not doing blank making me feel mad? Right. Maybe there's something that you possibly... Know it's weird with that, or you know, wrong, or whatever the case may be. Maybe they need to think about that themselves. I
0: know, but, but that's not them on you. On I know. I just like take myself away because I'm like, you're not going to get the opportunity to tell me I'm boring. Oh, uh, <laughs> and
2: that's you know. Look, I definitely don't the thing. care about that.
0: I, I don't want to hear it because honestly, I feel like I've been boring all my life. Okay, I do not.
2: So then, why does it matter because, if they say it?
0: Because mm. you're not going to tell me. So I'm just gonna back up.
2: Mm. Yeah, I, <laughs> I couldn't care less. I know you like, can because
0: you—that's the thing. The difference is Trey has always been the same. You haven't changed. I have changed.
2: Well, I have, I have, but just yeah, on but another ju- side of things. You've
0: like changed. All you've done is you've grown. You've grown. I've changed.
2: Okay, I see what you're saying.
0: I've changed, and so people who knew me before the change would probably say, you know, they probably blame it on you. It's all your fault.
2: I hope they do. Put it on me. <laughs> don't put it on Q. Put it on me, cause I don't care, baby.
0: Yeah, right. I don't. I mean, it's you whatever. Know. Cause I'm like, I can still do all the things. But anyways, I yeah. So anyways, I do need to start picking up family as a glass ball to circle back to that. Just because I don't want people to assume the reason why I'm not around is because I feel like I'm better. It's just that things have changed. Things have definitely changed. My mind has, it's not necessarily changed because I've always wanted to live the life that I'm living right now, living a secure and happy and peaceful life. It's just that the way that I thought I was going to get there has changed.
2: Right. And I mean, and I'm pretty sure you can like, I pretty much handle family kind of like that on a, well, you know, yeah. like I I pop in and, I you know, I might be gone for a minute, but I pop in, you know, or if we're all around, I go go say what's up there, everybody. Hey, yeah, I might catch you at that. Yeah, I might, you know. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, yes, I'll see you, but you know how I'm coming. Yeah, like, that's true. You know what I mean? Like that's true. It's not a question. Like, you're not gonna ask me, Am I gonna do such and such or Yeah, do I want such and, and such? You're not gonna do that. that reminds it's been that me, long.
0: That reminds me of something. Someone had reached out to me and basically was like, Now I know why you guys are never oh. around everybody.
2: Oh yeah, one of the why family you got, Yeah, why mm-hmm.
0: you guys are always to yourselves. And I'm like, Yes. We stay to ourselves, so we're out of the drama. And, and what you tell her? I was something like, about you, doses. Small. Or I take everybody in small doses because, again, I have high expectations for adults. Kids, I get it; they don't know any better. But as an adult, and I mean a real adult, <laughs> I mean like you pass twenty five, and once you have kids, I feel like you should be like you should yeah, become aware. That. Of the wisdom that you should have, but you know, I know it takes time, yeah. and everybody's path is different. But I just don't want to be around things that I feel like will put me in the middle of some danger.
2: And that's there's definitely nothing wrong with that. Like again, you know, I'm like that for sure. I know,
0: but you know, you know, people would take it another way. But that yeah. is why we don't come around. I know a lot of people probably think, oh, it's because they don't do this and don't do that. And they're no, going to talk about not. us. If we come around you and you doing that stuff, we're going to enjoy ourselves until
2: we feel uncomfortable
0: or before we feel uncomfortable, because I can always tell when it's time to exit.
2: Well, yeah,
0: we've talked about this before <laughs> well,
2: uh, when it's time to exit.
0: Yeah. You don't be knowing when to leave.
2: Yeah, I don't. but that's what, but that's the thing about me. If it's one thing I will say, I don't know when to leave something so because I like where I am I can truly say it doesn't matter where I go what I'm in or you know the area I can learn how to have fun and enjoy where I'm at regardless of what's going on around me I just I I, I was saying this I was like I'm probably gonna be that the old guy who like takes that walk down to the park and then just sits on the bench and just people watch
0: what a weirdo
2: it's not weird though it's like you just sit and you think and watch and you know no I just use that as an example but what I'm saying mean. is like I can enjoy myself just just chilling like I can have the best fun and so I lose track of time and just or whatever next thing you know I'm helping cleaning up like oh well y'all want these chairs to go man just, you know what I mean but yeah, she will she'll exit in a minute and you know, when we together for sure. I don't
0: I don't know if we had shared this on the podcast, but some months ago what was it, about a month ago? I don't remember what it was. I mm-hmm. think it was in September. A family member was having a really big celebration and I could tell that it was getting close. <laughs> it was getting so close, time oh. to leave. And I was like, Trey, come out here and take a picture with me. A picture. What kind of picture? Who taking this picture? We get out there and the photographer was in the actual, like in the main room Mm -hmm. of the event. And the lady was like, hey, you're going to have to come back when the photographer is finished. You know, like, can y'all just wait around? And Trey was like, I don't even, I mean, how much are these pictures anyway? And label was like, $7, $7? $7?
1: <laughs> I mean,
0: what kind of pictures are these? He looked at the picture, and it kind of like a little club photo, you know, with the backdrop. <laughs> and it, get, it come in a frame. But it was whatever. I wanted to take the picture.
1: Yeah.
0: Wanted to cool. take the picture. Yeah. And what I really, like, after that, like, after Trey was like, no, nah, I ain't taking no picture. No, Honestly, that, what is was that. It was, yes, uh, no, that the was, dude wasn't there. That's what I said. Oh, oh. So, I I honestly only brought him out there so that we could go.
2: Yeah, I had I was clueless. He huh? had
0: no clue, and I was no. like, let's go. Because at that point, we were outside of the event. Like, we were in the hallway. I was like, let's go. He was like, no, nah, we got to go in there and say bye to everybody. Come on, let's go. I was like, no.
2: Get out. It was the Bluetooth speaker.
0: I was like. I was like, no, let's go, Trey. Come on, it's time to go. But I want to go say bye. I need to go say bye to everybody. Yeah. We get in there.
2: We had to and go straight through. And he was feeling
0: through. so bad. He was, I was like, all right, y'all. We, I said bye to the people at our table. I was like, y'all, we oh, leaving. Yeah. We out of here. He was, I know, she making me. I want to say bye. Right so we getting out of there he was like i just feel so bad i don't like doing stuff like that i'm like boy you better come on don't you see they about to start stacking chairs in there (laughs) and sure enough when we got out of the room they was putting everything away because they had like an hour to get everything put up and i was Uh, like oh no 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 (laughs) so we leave and then the next day because Trey was, the, let me go back. On the car ride home, he was like, I just can't, I feel so bad. I just feel like somebody's going to be mad at me, you know, because I didn't say bye. And I was like, boy, there was so many people, there ain't nobody worried about you <laughs> whether or not you said bye. And yeah. sure enough, the next day. Multiple. They were like, you didn't say bye. We didn't even see you leave yesterday. Like, oh, Lord.
2: That's hilarious. But, but I mean, you know, you just... You get used to uh seeing people do certain things and then when they don't, you're just like, Wait, they didn't do their thing that they normally do. That's the
0: thing. What's I just wrong. I just What happened? What's I'm wrong? in the space where I'm like, they don't need to see me leave. They having so well, many people here. It was about a hundred people there. Nah, and, and
2: that, Nah, don't put it like I'm, that. That's not why y'all, that is not why. I say bye and all that. I, it's not for nobody to see me leave. <laughs> Is that what you said? No, I'm oh, just saying. Oh, I'm like, like I'm like, I'm like not that guy.
0: I mean, I might have said bye if it was like a, at somebody's house, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. But I'm like, there were like a hundred people here. You mean to tell me I gotta come over and you were taking pictures? I'm trying to get out of here before they start making us yeah. pick up stuff.
2: Well, I, yeah, I, I have no, but yeah, that that's a real example of. Yeah, I I never know when to leave, and she definitely does.
0: That is definitely a part of your identity, (laughs) and I'm about to transition. Sorry. Okay. I'm transitioning. Um, Next section. Yeah, so I was just curious, Trey, what is your identity? Like if somebody asked you, what's your identity?
2: Yeah. Who are you? I am a son of God. I'm a husband, a son. I was you know?
0: about to start singing this song, but I was like, that's not the worst. Not, oh, I'm like. I am a son. Of- oh, wow. I, was like,
2: I mean, it could work, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, those are like, those are the top, top, top ones for sure. What was
0: it? Son of God and husband. Husband, okay.
2: Son. Yeah, brother.
0: Who am I? I am a wife, Christian, and I don't know. Yeah. Questions like this always, like...
2: It stumps you?
0: It does, because it's like, what part do you want to know?
2: Most people don't.
0: Do you want to know, like, am I black?
2: <laughs>
0: do you want to know if this is my hair? Like, yeah. I don't know what you want to know. Like, you want to know what I do on a regular basis? I don't know. I'm a teacher. There yep. we go. I'm a wife, I'm a Christian, and I'm a teacher.
2: True facts.
0: Yeah, but I asked that because... I was scrolling through Instagram and there was a person talking about how they have a birthday coming up mm. and they've been really struggling with this birthday. And I always laugh at people. <laughs> I always laugh at people who are like, my birthday's coming and I don't know how to feel about it.
2: Oh, yeah. and I'm like, <laughs>
1: you
0: ain't got no choice. Be
2: thankful that you're still here, baby. <laughs> I
0: mean, I get it. Off top. Like none of us want to get older and like, this year, I think I really had the chance to sit and think about how old I am and how time is really passing. But there's nothing I can do to stop it. There's nothing I can do. Not and a so thing. That, so anyways, when I saw that post, I started laughing. But then it, like, the person I was, like the story that I was looking at, they were just really pouring their heart out and sharing some stuff. And I just kind of took a screenshot of it, and I thought it would be perfect to talk about on the yeah. podcast.
2: Let's talk um, about this thing.
0: So I was really thinking, like, what do I consider my identity? And those were the three things that I probably say. And I know there are like subcategories because, like, they change and like it depends on where I am. Because when I'm at home, I am no longer a teacher, mm-hmm. even though I still carry those traits with me. I be shh, shh, be quiet. Yes, she does. I be talking noise and, yeah, but
2: dreaming about it <laughs> yeah so oh,
0: but it's not a part of my identity when I get home and we were in the car like I had shared this story with Trey and Trey was telling me that a lot of people make well you tell us what you said about identity you were telling us because yeah this or did you want to tell
2: like, her story or or you don't have it you no do go ahead it? okay yeah I mean what I was telling Q in the car is that you know most people literally most people it's hard for them to separate who they are from what they do. And so when things happen, like, say a person is a doctor, like a surgeon, a hands, like a, a doctor, a surgeon, when something happens to their hands, their whole world just gets broken and shaken and they don't know what to do. Right. And, you know. Because
0: they built their whole their identity. Their whole
2: identity was in them being a doctor. Right. Somebody was like, you know, who, who are you? Who is that? You know, he's a doctor. I'm a doctor.
0: Right. Instead of, instead of husband. Yeah.
2: (laughs) But that's because they couldn't, you can't, they can't separate who they are from what they do. And what I was telling you is that that's most people. And the the thing is, especially when you don't have Christ or, you know, God is not your center. It's hard for people to really, truly uh, um, know who they are and whose they are Mm -hmm. and where they, you know, fall in this whole, Uh, ecosystem in this world. It's hard for people to know that when they don't have that, that, that center. And so, you know, it's sad, but because when you can see like further down the road, it's like, you're not going to always be that, you know, you're not going to always be able to, you know, jump that high or, you know, run that fast. And so for you to wrap your whole entire identity, that's when you start seeing people go crazy or, you know, make wild decisions when they can't do that thing anymore. And, you know, unfortunately, it's not talked about enough. You know, these are the things that you got to, you know, you got to crack a book open to really understand one of the best books. You know, listen, I'm not an expert at the Bible, but it's it's pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good.
0: So I'll just read some of what she said in her story. She yeah. was just talking about how she felt uneasy, or like she was saying she didn't know how to feel, like she didn't know whether to be happy or sad, and it was because... Um, basically they're on social media a lot. They are technically considered like a teacher influencer. Mm-hmm. And y'all know there's influencers in every single niche. For sure. And so I just happen to follow a lot of teachers because that's a big part of my identity right now, which, yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. So she said, although I love social media and this community, it makes it very hard to hear my own voice from all the other voices that I consume when you scroll through social media. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I ever really took the time to pick out my own voice from all the noise, which makes it really hard to know what I want. I don't know how to hear myself, which is honestly a hard skill to master. And she says she found that out from her therapist. And a lot of time, being able to hear yourself comes from self-healing and dealing with those wild emotions. It also comes from being grounded in your identity. And that's where Trey was talking about how we're grounded in Christ. So we know that we're fearfully and wonderfully made.
2: And I have some more stuff after she finishes.
0: Yeah. And she was just saying, like, like she's grounded. Like, it, knowing your identity comes, or like having self-worth and, you know, all that, it comes from being grounded in your identity. And she said it's sort of a struggle for her on teacher Instagram because teacher, is not her identity. Okay? Like being a teacher is not her identity, but it it can feel like it sometimes. Right. Because you're all like you're, you're always always doing, it. always doing and she was just being like saying like basically the teacher Instagram world or community is pretty judgy. And basically being able to hear yourself comes from knowing and accepting who you are. And so it just really made me think like who do I what do I identify as? Like what? What boxes would I check if they were ever to ask me, "Who are you?"
1: Yeah, you know. And like prior what to if our I didn't know? What if
0: I didn't know my name? And I was like, "Well, like, what if all I could do was describe who I am? What would I say?" Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that, and you know, like, like I was saying earlier, it's, it's easier when your foundation is built on Christ, you know. You already know we're Christians. So that's where a lot of a lot of the stuff that we talk about, that's where it comes from for me. And so, you know, growing up, when you hear things like, like what Q said, you know, you're fearfully and wonderfully made. You know, when you hear things like the person, the the entity that created the whole galaxy, the whole world, all the stars, the Milky Way, you know, the sun, all these things, yet he still knows the hair count on your head. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: You don't even know that. That's right. Right. You know, understanding that you're, if he's the king, then you're the, and you're a son and you're a daughter, you know, the things that come with that in the natural, you have that in the spiritual and all these other things. No, I'm not better than you, but I know who I am. Mm -hmm. Right. So I have that same, you know, I have that and you have it. If we, both walked in what we have, then you know, the other person wouldn't feel a certain type of way when I walked in the room. Not saying that they do, but I'm just saying, you know, that happens right. to people where, you know, they see somebody and it looks like they're, you know, holding themselves a different type of way, they automatically go to the negative. Whereas, well what if I just I'm just walking in everything that God told me I already was mm-hmm. in the Bible. Uh, you know, but again when that's the foundation now, yeah, when I lose that, you know, high ranking position as a, you know, teacher or wherever, you know, whatever that position is, when that is no longer there, or if I get fired or, you know, the things that happen in natural progression, it's not going to shake me to my core and, you know, make me go into depression or anxiety or all these other things, because that wasn't what my, identity was built on right and you know i'm not saying that you have to be a christian to have a strong identity but understand there are other things that you know you, you they can't be taken away you know like like again in the bible there one of the first things that he gave adam and eve after everything happened you need to be fruitful and multiply mm-hmm. that applies to us too and then when you multiply guess what you're now a father, you're a mother, right? That can not be taken away, so Mm -hmm. to speak, you know. And so those are things that you build your identity on a great mother, a great father. One thing I say as well with that, you know, when you start reading and you look, even in natural books, not just the Bible, you know, the mother and father are extremely important in their children's lives. Guess who builds, guess who starts that foundation yeah, building? Yeah,
0: they're the roots.
2: They're the ones. So, you know, it takes that father telling that daughter that, you know, you're this, you're that. You are made for, you know, specific reasons. And, you know, you're, you you worthy. can do it. Yeah, you're worthy. And all these things that that builds her confidence. And guess what it builds? It builds a good little sturdy foundation that she can now build on. So now, just some random joker. Can't just come in and tell her anything and get her to leave the country or, you know, fly to wherever and forget everything only to be left at the doorstep and uh, kicked out, mm-hmm. you know, because why you can't just tell me anything, man. Right. My father, he, he built me up better than that. Or, mm-hmm. you know, all these things. But all I'm saying is if you have a strong foundation, all the other things that you could build that people do build their identity on, it will not, it won't break you like that. Right. Um, because you know where your source comes from, you know, who you really are when you can sit down and really look at yourself in the mirror and, and really know who you are and whose you are. You're a tough person that you, you can't be broken easily. So, right. Um, sorry, I went on that little tangent. No, that but. was
0: good. That was good. I was just thinking about all the things that have also changed because now we have officially like. I feel like I don't know why, but it felt like when the school year started, I felt like we but like we moved into another level of progression.
2: Mm.
0: You know what I mean? I don't know if you felt that way too. It's,
2: yeah, and, I know what you're there, talking there about. There are
0: lots of things that are changing in our life right now. You know, like that we haven't shared with you guys. But I was just thinking about how like finances have changed and I've been seeing TikToks where they like, I can't remember how it starts, but basically they're talking about how they know, like people are sharing how they know that they are financially stable now as an adult. Mm-hmm. And some of the ones were like, oh, I, I don't look at the gas can or the, the gas price whenever I go buy gas or, you know, I don't look at the price tag when I buy clothes. And so I started thinking about that. I'm like, well, I kind of, I feel like we've made it to another level. And not that we're just balling out of control because we definitely aren't. But there are some things that I have stopped con- like worrying about mm-hmm. because I feel like we're in a better place. And like we kind of leveled up a little bit. And so the quality of the things that we buy have moved up too. Because I know in the past, I pretty much would not look at quality. I would look at the quantity. So I'm like... yeah. If I can get five shirts (laughs) for $2, then I'm going to do that versus getting one shirt for $10. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just give me some plain T-shirts and be cool because I got five now.
2: That's true.
1: But
0: now, like I was telling Trey the other day, I was like, I finally realized why stuff costs so much. Because when you get a $10 pair of shoes, them shoes hurt and they start (laughs) looking busted after a few weeks. But get you a $30 pair of shoes. Yeah. Your feet don't feel bad. They look great. You don't know, have to mess with them as often, and like it just—it just really made me think of like, oh, I'm able to buy quality things now. Like in the past, I would be like, man, I wish I had a cardigan, but the only cardigans I could afford were like t-shirt material. And not that I could afford, but it was my choice. It was was my choice because I can always afford whatever I want. I can buy whatever I want to. It's just a matter of my
2: choice. It was.
0: And my choice was always to go with the cheaper option (laughs) because I'm like, I'm going to make this cute thing. I mean, this cheap thing look cute.
2: (laughs) Yep, that is facts. Not I said the cat.
0: (laughs) I know. And so, like, it's so funny because even when we got married, I was like, "Mm." I don't know how we going to make it because Trey likes high-quality, expensive stuff. But, but over the years, he started to... I'm not saying he doesn't buy high-quality stuff anymore, but his uh preference in clothes has changed, and he's not buying suits anymore. He's buying, like, athleisure suits. Yeah. And nice tinted shoes.
2: But the thing is, you know, its it's been like this for a long time for me. Like, I couldn't... I really couldn't care less on, like... I do like certain name brands or whatever the case may be, but I'm more a fabrics guy. Mm-hmm. I always have been. Like, you know, I can run the list down on some fabrics because I just like that. That's that's weird for, for me, but I like it. But I could easily, and I, this guy I used to work with, you know, I don't know, years ago, six years ago, or whatever. He taught me, it was like, don't look at, it doesn't matter what the thing looks like, not saying, I'm so he's talking about if you like it, right? Yeah. Like, if you like it, look at the fabric, look at what it's made out of, and that will tell you if it's quality or not. Ooh. And so, when I started looking at that, you know, I learned what different fabrics are higher tier or, you know, better, then I could go, I started going to thrift shops and, right. you know, secondhand places and eBay and things like that. And because I knew what to look for on the fabric, I found some really great stuff for a steel that I knew would be in my closet for a long time. And then, you know, once I learned that all you had to do is go to the tailor and get that thing, you know what I'm saying, you know, sized (laughs) up right, you straight like you can't like you would look 10 times better than the person who went and got something straight off out of the the store. Yeah. And yeah, it cost them $10,000, but because it is not shaped and tailored to them they look like huh, who did it and why yeah but yeah that, that was that was big and so yeah it's I do look for the deals but I look for the deal with the quality fabric and that that's worth the money to me right I don't care about spending you yeah. know big money on stuff
0: well yeah I've I've just recently started learning about that plus I've just decided yeah. like before I was just like, oh, I'm so out of shape. And I would just be like, Well, I'm just I'm just not gonna buy anything because I'm gonna lose this weight. And I might lose it for like a week. But after I lose that weight, I'm gonna start back eating again. And then I can't fit them clothes again. So I just decided I was like, get the clothes that fit and get over it. Mm-hmm. That was my motto mm-hmm. <laughs> when school started. I was like, get the clothes that fit and get over it. Okay. And so I did. I started buying up a little bit of clothes. And now I feel comfortable. I feel comfortable and they're nice quality. So they're not tearing up and I can just switch it around. I got like some basics and stuff. But what was it last week or two weeks ago? I went and got a massage. Okay. Mm -hmm. I have never had a massage, like a real massage. And it was a 50 minute massage. I walked out of there feeling real bougie. (laughs) And I didn't even pay for it. Somebody got me a gift card and I was like, I was out there Hello. contemplating, swiping my car because I was like, y'all about to get a month, I mean, a 12-month deal out of me because I was like, this right here, very much needed. Hilarious. Okay. Yeah, I was feeling real bougie at that moment. Yeah,
2: that's how they get
0: you. Yeah, and they gave me some coconut water. I'm walking out there, pinky out.
2: Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> get away from me, peasant. <laughs> I just got a massage. Basically. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. So, anyways, I just noticed things have changed. Like, I'm no longer buying $3 bras and stuff. I'm paying, like, I mean, I'm not buying the most expensive bras, but I'm buying the bras I like with no wires and stuff. And it's just better. The quality is better. And I'm just looking for, like, the better quality and not necessarily the cheapest thing.
2: Yeah. To I mean, just make sure I have it. When you when you start doing the numbers, just I mean, just to throw it out there, when you start doing the numbers, you'll realize like, dog, yeah, that pair of shoes was ten dollars, but I had to buy them ten times.
0: That's right,
2: fifteen times.
0: Right.
2: You know what I mean? So I could have I, I spent a hundred and fifty on the ten dollar pair of shoes when I could have just bought a, a ninety dollar pair that lasted me two years or mm-hmm. three, and I didn't spend a hundred and fifty in one. Right, but you know it's easy to keep dishing out that ten dollars when you know every couple months. Yeah, when you don't realize it. Yeah, but if well, you if you look back through that thing, you start doing the numbers like, golly, uh
0: huh,
2: I could have just bought blank. Yeah, but you know it comes yeah. with time.
0: Anyways, I was just talking, getting some stuff off my chest. You got anything you want to talk about?
2: No, oh, I think we gave him enough. Oh, okay, cool. Right.
0: I think so. I think this is good. There's more in store to come. Definitely oh, yeah. have more to share with you guys because there are some changes coming. Yee-hee. Good things happening over here in the Scott's house. Some black family's house. But, yeah, we got to um, get out of here. We got some things to do. We
2: actually do. I, I looked at the clock. I'm like, oh, this thing is moving.
1: Yeah, um, it is.
2: But We enjoyed our time with y'all today. And, again, thank y'all so much. I actually I left everything. Oh, it's so fine. So I don't really know what I talk about at yeah.
0: the end. So, anyways, y'all just follow us on Instagram. Do that. At H D Y L M underscore Podcast. Yes. I think that's it. Or email yes, us. Yes, it is. <laughs> y'all know the stuff. Just look on the pages and find us. Yeah, and look if in the you description. don't know, find us on our personal pages. Ask us questions like always. We love to talk to the inner circle. And oh wait,
2: high oh. thinking. Strong faith, simple living, smart work. Don't forget it. That's what we do.
0: Peace. Bye.